morning, while I was getting ready for work and getting the kids ready for school, I got a text from my wife asking me to please come downstairs to her preschool and get a big monstrous spider out of her bathroom. Now in the fall, this happens not too often, but several times. And I'll usually just take a paper towel with me. And if I, you know, at least recognize the species, I might pick it up with a paper towel and see if I can put it outside. You know, not always, but, you know, I'll try. So this morning I went down to the preschool and was kind of in a hurry. And so I grabbed my paper towel and with the spider being there making a web on the corner of the wall and the vanity, I just grabbed it and smashed it in my hand and looked at it for a second. I was like, that looks like a black widow. And so just to make sure it was dead, but not super squished, I smashed it a little more and then turned it over. And sure enough, it was a black widow. And I thought to myself, you know, that may not have been the brightest thing to do because normally, you know, spiders, you know, even the hobo spider, you know, can bite, but oftentimes their bites are pretty much like a bee sting or a mosquito bite. But black widows, they don't usually kill who they bite, but they can cause you to get sick and cause some problems. So I got rid of the spider and I've been kind of concerned and my wife has been concerned. And so my assignment is going to be spider proofing the house as much as I can. So what do you do to spider-proof a house? You know, I loathe spraying insecticides around my home unless I absolutely have to. Occasionally, I'll use some Roundup and a lawn weed killer, but especially insecticides, you know, it's not that they scare me, but the spiders and insects, even though they look different than us, genetically aren't that different. And I just don't like applying them if I can avoid it. And so before I do that, and because of the Black Widow's I'm going to be going down in my window wells and making sure that the screens are fit tightly. I'm also going to look around the edges and see if I need to recalk the frames of the windows and then walk my foundation and make sure there's no other cracks. After I do this, I've got to check the door sweeps coming into the house. There's a screen door or a deck door in the back that's sliding glass and then one in the front. and as little as an eighth of an inch will allow insects to crawl under it fairly easily and sometimes you know even like a sixteenth of an inch and so you need a door sweep that will brush right along the ground to keep them out now other areas that spiders such as black widows like to inhabit include dark sheds around the foundation and areas of debris and other areas of debris in the yard. So if you've got wood piles, rock piles, weed piles, anything along those lines under lawn mowers, even in your irrigation or sprinkler box, in utility boxes, in any covered holes, in light fixtures, outdoor light fixtures. There's many places anywhere that it's quiet, dark, and away from humans, black widows and other spiders like to be. Now, I will try to inspect these and see if I've got more. I live in a fairly rural area with lots of habitat, but I can't afford to really have them in our preschool and around my kids. So that's why I'm going to check these areas. And after I've done everything I can 
to search them out and look for habitat and then reduce that habitat, then I might consider spraying something like a one-time shot around the outside of my foundation. And then in the preschool itself, I don't think I will because I just don't want to expose those kids. So what I'll do is go get sticky cards like you would use for mice and then put them behind the little garbage can in the bathroom, behind bookshelves, behind dressers, anything along those lines where spiders might go to monitor and to catch them. Because if you can get those sticky traps in those areas, especially like under beds, then if that's where the spider likes to hide out, that's also going to be a place that you can trap them. So now that the scare is over and I'm prepared to go and reduce the habitat, seal up the foundation, monitor, you know, regularly vacuum, regularly sweep the cobwebs and things like that, I think we'll be in good shape. It was a little bit of a scare, but we got over it and I'm glad I went down and looked. And if you have something like this, I would recommend maybe following these same steps. You don't necessarily need to spray anything, but if you have someone in your home who is especially deathly afraid of spiders, these steps can help reduce the general spider population. Thank you for listening to the Homegrown Horticulture Podcast. We can be found at extension.usu.edu slash Utah. And the Homegrown Horticulture Podcast is a production of Utah State University Extension. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween!